0: 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad All aboard! <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H Brown and Associates Alberta Injury Lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law We're well, looking forward to Friday's game on the Brickfield of Commonwealth Stadium with the Edmonton Elks winners of two of their last three and feel like they are coming on playing the two time defending Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It is a five thirty countdown to kickoff, seven o'clock for the kickoff on the Brickfield of Commonwealth Stadium for the first time in CFL history as well. The game will be set to be broadcast in an, indig- in an indigenous language as the Elks, partnering with Windspeaker Media, for their Cree radio broadcast of that game. So that is going to be very, very exciting. Wayne Jackson, I know, is going to be uh, on the call with uh, Darcy Houle and Edwin Thomas. And uh, they're going to be, uh, I know Wayne's going to be on 6.30 Chad Mornings and we're planning uh, stuff for the uh, pregame show as well. So that is going to be exciting uh, as the first ever CFL game broadcast in Cree on the Windspeaker Radio Network here in Alberta. That is absolutely exciting. Awesome. Uh, Not awesome in Saskatchewan, Duke Williams suspended for a game uh, because of a helmet swinging incident with Jack Richardson, who was also fined the max uh, fine you can get, which is half a game check uh, for an incident uh, before touchdown Atlantic. And unfortunately, the riders in the midst of a COVID outbreak and looks like uh, with 10 players. Currently on the COVID list, the game on Saturday is in complete jeopardy. And even Rod Peterson from the Rod Peterson Show has uh, reported earlier this afternoon that uh, from what he's being told, and Rod isn't wrong. Rod has many things. Rod's a friend of mine, and so I can say that. Uh, but uh, Rod is uh, someone who is very connected. So even Dave Naylor of TSN has reported that that game is in jeopardy. So uh, we've been here before, sadly, uh, with the Edmonton Elks. Last year, with their COVID outbreak. So they had to play three games in seven days. That wasn't ideal. And we'll see if the CFL, what they can do to postpone that game, if in, in fact that's what it comes down to. Well, this was exciting a couple of days ago. Actually, yesterday, this was announced. CFL, PA, and Football Canada partner to grow football in this country a new first down grassroots program to introduce kids to sport uh, during football weekend in canada now uh, this next guest he's been on these airways for uh, the past number of years in various capacities as a radio broadcaster and reporter and uh, i've known him for a long time and uh, i disappointed him earlier today he asked me to send a google invite to him and honestly i had no idea what he was talking about Um, That's how technologically challenged I am in some respects, and I said, could you just give me your phone number? We're just going to do it through this archaic technology called the phone. And he was quite disappointed in me. It's the president of Football (laughs) Canada, Jim Mullen, who I'm always happy to speak with. Hello. Hello, Jim. you sorry, 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 Luddite. (laughs) <laughs> and I had to look up what that meant, by the way, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's me totally. <laughs>
1: don't, don't you have a hotshot producer there in in his or her twenties that 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 can teach you how to hit the send button on a computer? Um, we could work on that, I
0: suppose. <laughs> But, you know, uh, I'm kind of set in my ways, as you know.
1: So. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm kind of set in my ways, too. I drive an old car. I have an old camper. I Actually, I'm feeling kind of old after traveling across the continent for about the last 10 days. So, I hear so yeah, you. I guess yeah. I'm set in my ways, too. There you go. Uh, but how are things at Football
0: Canada in general before we talk about this partnership with the B.A.?
1: Well, our numbers have uh, bounced back and are on track to be that of uh, 2016 numbers in terms of registrations. I think that's uh, that's the really good news. We didn't know how we were going to pull out of uh, the first few waves of the uh, pandemic in terms of where we'd be with registration. We were a little pessimistic with it, but the numbers have really knocked us out in terms of how football was bouncing back. Uh, across this country, uh, we're in our event season right now. We just completed the Canada Cup in Kelowna. Saskatchewan once again won the Canada Cup, this time 13 to 1 over Saskatchewan in the national U18 final. Uh, the next Canada Cup, by the way, is right in your burg of Edmonton. Uh, it, it's kind of a curtain puller for the 2024 World Junior Championships. And uh, both these events are are very important, I think, for for this organization. Maybe two of the most important events we've had in the 150 years of uh, Football Canada in terms of how we want to use these events in Edmonton to really launch ourselves uh, nationally and into people's living rooms and into people's consciousness. Uh, You know, we've won the World Junior Championship uh, the last two times it was played, 2018 in Mexico front of 30,000 people and in 2016 in China, and very few people in this country know about it. Now's the time yeah. to let people in this country know what we do when it comes to youth football and how damn good we are at it. And I think, and you mentioned it, and it's great to know
0: that the that the numbers are up with kids playing football, and the fact that kids were finally able to play football again in uh, in twenty twenty one twenty two. I mean, that's just that's huge.
1: Well, and full points uh, in your backyard to the people at Football Alberta in terms of finding ways to try to make things work through the pandemic, whether it was through. Uh, training, whether it was through limiting the numbers and practices, they they, they kept the pulse rate going through uh, through some very tough times. I, I should point out actually that, that Canada Cup, the last one we played was in 2019, so we've been waiting quite some time to get back to these uh, national championships again, and and mm-hmm. in. in, in, in in terms of football, Alberta, they're really leading the way on these uh, on these two events coming up in Edmonton in 23 and 24 as well. So, I got to give a shout out to my man Tim Anger uh, uh, with Football Alberta on that one.
0: Yeah, he's done a great job for for years with football, Alberta. He's a very, very smart man in the game of football and knows how to run, the, run that organization very, very well. So uh, tell me about the partnership with the CFL Players Association. It was announced yesterday. Uh, it's a three-year partnership in uh, the efforts to uh, foster football development and growth in Canada at the grassroots level, which is where you have to – really start obviously if you're going to want to have kids interested in the game of football and have them playing it for a long time
1: yeah and it's multifaceted as well uh there's a couple of areas uh that we're hitting uh the first one out of the gate is our first down program and we have been looking for a national partner on this for quite some time where it's been run it's been very successful Uh, I'll give you an example at Carleton University Steve Samara the former coach there uh, started uh, a version of it about seven years ago he ran 750 kids a year between the ages of four and eight uh, through that program created a junior Ravens program created a little bit of fandom around that uh, around that program but more importantly Uh, fed kids into the uh, community system in Ottawa. And that community system in Ottawa is one of the most successful in Canada. And so, you know, we ended up asking ourselves, how can we uh, push it out to more communities, more associations, and uh, get more prominence for it? We had a rather modest football weekend in Canada uh, last year that we did mainly digitally. Uh, this year, we want to get out on the field uh, with this. And after about two years of conversations uh, with the CFLPA, we discovered that we had a whole lot in common in terms of uh, what uh, we want to do with the game and how we want to grow the game. And so to target kids uh, four to eight was something very basic and very elemental for about 45 minutes of activity. Um, is what our goal is with this. Usually it's an eight-week program. In this case, we'll give you the first one for free, and, and the CFLTA will send players out as ambassadors to uh, be a part of it in, in communities uh, across the country. We, re- we really want to get as many uh, kids as possible over that weekend uh, exposed to the game. And, and, you know, one of the reasons that, that I thought so strongly about the Players Association in this case is that... I tried to track my fandom when it when it came to football because mm-hmm. as as much as I'm uh, I'm playing a role in running a national association I'm still a fan I'm a fan of the CFL I'm mm-hmm. a fan of U Sports I'm a fan of all these different levels of football and it came down to when I was a nine year old and there were uh, four BC Lions that were uh, visiting a uh, sporting goods store in Delta BC beside a. Bowling alley that we used to frequent every uh, every Saturday morning, and when I went <laughs> over there and connected with them, and I was a I was a yappy little guy, uh, c- carried really? on a conversation with. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> I guess I get paid to speak, don't I? So do you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> yeah, you know the the, the connection there. Um, it, it forged my fandom for for the uh, for the rest of my life, and, and it also proves to me. Right now, like some 50 years later, that there's no silver bullet when it comes to building community in the community of football. You really uh, have to uh, have at least a portion of your efforts winning people over one person at a time. And especially for kids, um, you know, their they're, they're, they're minds are like sponges and they're taking everything in. And if you can get them that initial positive experience with football, you'll have a fan for life. Yeah, no question. Uh, Football
0: Canada President Jim Mullen joining us here on 630 Chet Inside Sports, speaking about the uh, new first-round grassroots program, uh, a new three-year partnership with uh, Football Canada and the CFL Players Association, which uh, dates and times will be unveiled uh, throughout August, and Football Weekend in Canada will be September 16th through 18th. You know, it's interesting you bring up that age bracket, because to me it seems like it's an untapped age bracket, but yet there is still some introduction to the game i mean i know my first cfl game was the 1981 western final when i was 7 years old watching uh, the edmonton football team beat the bc lions so i i mean i remember that game vividly it was cold i went with my aunt and it was a fun game and my son who's 6 and going into grade 1 i mean he's been to a couple football games already and he loves it but it just seems to be that area where you know that that four to eight range where we don't really pay a lot of attention to. We're we're looking at you know more junior high and that Banham area and 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 beyond. So I like the fact that you know a potentially untapped area or untapped age group is uh, starting to get recognized a little bit more here. I love that.
1: Well, I was just down in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, chairing the. Uh, annual IFAF Congress, and for those who don't know, IFAF is the international body for uh, for American football worldwide, and it was part of the World Games where um, uh, there were men's and women's flag football competition. I can tell you right now that the future of football, a large part of it at least, is flag football. Uh, It's certainly the path to the 2028 uh, LA Olympic Games. Uh, That was Mm -hmm. part of what the Congress was about. Uh, Two members of the IOC addressed uh, IFAS at at that Congress and and talked about uh, what we need to do and where our fit is uh, in that Olympic family. And that is going to be something that's going to be a beacon for those kids four days because. Uh, as they start playing the game, uh, it's not going to be contact football. It's going to be flag football at those younger ages moving forward. And uh, through our uh, athlete development uh, program, our long-term athlete development program, uh, we want to put kids on that track that they, that they, play, that they play flag football in, into uh, an age where the families can then make a decision. Uh, now, that, uh, now that the child has uh, picked up all the basic skills of the game, do they want to go over and play tackle football? Do they want to stay with flag football and maybe compete for an Olympic gold medal? Do they want to do both? And I think mm-hmm. that's a healthier approach than what we've done in the past with late adopters where in some cases it's a high school gym teacher who happens to be the football coach sees a big kid in the hallway Uh, who's in grade 10 or 11, and drags them over to the football field. There's a better way to develop football players in this country. And I think it starts at a much earlier age in non-contact.
0: I'll ask you this question as well as we maybe go off the beaten path a a little bit here. Uh, You know, I think there's many reasons why a a young person would look at the game of football and, you know, the game in Canada and and even the, the CFL game and look at it and go, well, that's really cool. Um, and and look at any player and 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 fall in love with that player. Does it help to see what Nathan Rourke is doing with the BC Lions and the fact that he is a Canadian, even though his path is is different than a Trey Ford, for example. You know Nathan Rourke uh, spent time in the U.S. and that's how he you know cut his teeth before coming to the to the CFL and Trey Ford of the Elks is you know he went through the U Sports uh, uh, you know uh, a route. Does does those and, and we know Rourke is just you know blowing things up here just with the success he's had early and we hope Trey Ford will do the same thing. But do players like that is that does that just help? for the young person in your mind to, to, to gravitate and fall in love with this game even more?
1: Well, especially if we align them with programs like the ones that we're, that we're talking about right now. So so a kid can actually engage directly with a Nathan Rourke or a Trey Ford or even a Michael O'Connor. And when I take a look at those three quarterbacks, uh, I also see that there's no one path to getting to the highest level of football possible as you mentioned about Rourke he he went stateside in his uh, senior year went through an academy went to Juco played at Ohio won two Cornish trophies as the top Canadian in the NCAA and then found his way here and Trey Ford completely Canadian kid in terms of high school and in terms of youth sports and then When you look at Michael O'Connor, who still has a whole lot of potential as a quarterback in this league, behind Nathan Rourke, here's a guy that uh, went to school in Ottawa, then went to two academies along the way, went to Penn State, uh, there was a coaching change there. That coach decided to go with Christian Hackenberg instead of uh, Michael O'Connor. And Michael O'Connor winds up at UBC winning a Vanier Cup in his rookie year. So so there's all kinds of ways within our system uh, for players to to, to get ahead. And, and that sort of star power at those at those key positions. I'd throw Andrew Harrison there, too. There's a guy that went through the junior system right? mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, to find a way to the Canadian Football League. These are all strong stories that kids can aspire to, uh, to, to to find a way onto a, a junior roster, a college roster, a university roster, and if they're fortunate enough, a CFL roster.
0: Jim, always a great opportunity to talk to you. Whenever I get a chance to talk to you, it's a, it's always great. You do uh, excellent work. Uh, thanks for your time again tonight, and all the best with the program and. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just enjoy the rest of your summer as much as you can because I know you're busy.
1: Well, I'll be up in Edmonton, I think, in the first week of August. So, uh, I don't know, maybe we can catch up for a beer and maybe I can show you how to, how to use that uh, send button for your calendar.
0: You're on, man. You're on, my friend. Thanks, Jim. Take care. <laughs> Jim Mullen, uh, cheeky as ever, uh, former, uh, yeah, he used to work at C- CKNW, uh, our uh, sister station in Vancouver, and uh, has been the president of Football Canada for the last uh, couple years and talking about the First Down program, a three-year partnership with the uh, CFL Players Association, and uh, it's a youth program targeting 48-year-olds, and it'll be unveiled uh, as far as the dates, or not the dates, but the locations and more specifics in August, uh, football weekend in Canada is September 16th through 18th. So as that becomes more uh, revealed, as far as you know what locations you can go to to enroll your your uh, son or daughter, uh, we'll let you know is uh, this is a great initiative to uh, grow the game of football. If you can't do it at the grassroots level, you have no hope. And it's good to see that uh, more kids were playing the game of football because it was a tough couple of years through the... uh, the Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. Pandemic, and it was nice to see them get back on the field, even though we are you know, still in a pandemic. Inside Sports with Dave Campbell and for Reed Wilkins. We'll be uh, back to wrap her up in a moment. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers have a CertainTeed hotline, 780-496-0063. CertainTeed, Pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Kellen, you got a couple texts there for me, buddy. Yeah, Dave, we're going to take the football theme here and do the two-minute drill with the text, if that sounds nice. good. Nice. Right? So here we go. Uh, Pierre texts in and says, Love the interview with Dr. Randy Gregg. Such a amazing story, let alone athlete in his own right. He says... Uh, players like Randy Gregg and the rest of the uh, Stanley Cup-era Oilers, or sorry, Dynasty-era Oilers, I should say, on uh, on the uh, text line here, uh, have that certain intangible... Pierre says he sees that intangible in a couple of players that he's he's been watching over the past few seasons, uh, namely McDavid and Dreisaitl. And he cannot wait to see what Ken Holland pulls out of his bag of tricks next this offseason. So there we go. Right on, right on. Yeah, and I think something else is coming. And Bob Stauffer has hinted that on his show, Orders Now, from noon to 2. And uh, Frank Saravalli hinting the same thing today uh, through his uh, daily face-off platform. And, and of course, he's a contributor f- to Sportsnet. And Patrick Kane's name keeps coming up, which seems not realistic. But, well, let's just stay tuned. Uh, yeah amazing what's happening out of Calgary too. Matthew Kachuk will not accept a long-term deal with the Flames. Trade is imminent according to Eric Francis of Sportsnet and uh, says this has been basically hap- this happened a few days ago several days ago that Matthew Kachuk says not coming back for a long-term deal. So tough offseason for the Calgary Flames which many other fans look at the Flames and are laughing. I get it. Portion of the Battle of Alberta might not be quite the battle anymore, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Elks and Bombers on Friday. will preview that matchup tomorrow more extensively. More players will hit the injured list for the Elks, but two players scheduled to come back. including our first guest of the evening, Deron Carter, with the uh, Elks as the uh, defensive back. Now's Morgan back as well. Riders COVID outbreak up to 10 now. Game on Saturdays in Jeopardy. For studio producer Kellen Kennedy, I'm Dave Campbell. Have a great night, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow.
1: 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins.
0: Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.